So hi, welcome to Under Our Skin Podcast. We're here today with Tom Bullman. I'm hanging out in Tom's Playhouse. (laughs) Hey, Tom. Tom's Playhouse. How you doing today, man? (laughs) It's crazy over here. (laughs) So how you doing, man? How's your, uh, everyone healthy in your house? Everyone is healthy right now. Uh, Mental health, not so much right now. Uh, Definitely some issues going on, mainly with my wife having to teach. uh, She's now a school teacher. Didn't know that. She didn't go to school for it, but now she's a school teacher. So uh, that's struggling. <laughs> is she is she teaching um all three distance of them distance learning whatever? Uh, oh, yeah, no, so, I'm sorry. I told she's that went right over my head. I'm sorry. She's a teacher for your kids. Yeah, for my kids. Jeez, I'm, I'm sorry. That went because <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know this, but schools are closed. So. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> so I, I'm yeah, sorry. So, I found that one. That went right over my head. I was uh, thinking you were saying she went to work I, as a teacher. I'm usually like that too. So yeah, no. Uh, every day there's like four Zoom meetings with teachers and therapists, and then in between that, she's got to do the like at, at the beginning of the week they drop off. They literally it's like an old school paperboy Nintendo game where they got to throw the paperwork for their schoolwork on the front porch. They can't come up and touch the door. They have to throw it. And then um, you look through the cur- curriculum uh, curriculum for the week, and then she has to delegate it and do all that and then try to teach three small children that probably need two, two teachers themselves a piece. So and it's it's pretty frustrating. And, and have you ever done Common Core math? No, that was it is I'm too old for I mean, My daughter's in third grade and I can't even freaking do this crap. They're like, oh, teach it to your kid. I'm like, I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> I'm surprised actually. I honestly I thought that um I thought the teachers were teaching by Zoom like as if the kids were in class every day. The only thing that they're doing is <clears throat> at, on Fridays they have um a Zoom meeting where like you're you know, my daughter Lily. So like uh, she'll have her entire class will be all around the frame and, uh, they just kind of talk about their week and kind of have like a, a, like a thing. And maybe the teacher reads like a small book or goes over some stuff, but it's about a half an hour, maybe an hour at most. And then the rest of the week is, um, cause you know, my son is autistic, so he has a lot of special needs stuff. So they have a lot of, uh, it's it's crazy because like the therapist, like the physical therapist will call and do a Zoom meeting and she's like watching him through the screen. Like, I need you to jump on one foot. I need you to skip over really? here. Yeah. And it's just like either he's 100 percent into it that day or he's like, I don't want anything to do with this. And he's he's out of there. You can't even keep his attention. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that really puts the uh, the brunt of the work on you guys. Yeah, because then in between each one of those, so like the meetings for the therapist and the speech, speech therapist, yeah, I need a speech therapist, the speech therapist and all these other things. So it's like nine o'clock, there's two meetings, one's with Nora, one's with Grayson. So I'm doing one Zoom meeting over here. My wife's doing one Zoom meeting over there. And then that's as soon as that's done, there's another one, probably like the reverse of the two. Um, and then we're both doing those. And if I... I try to like start my commissions and my artwork and stuff a little bit like around 11 o'clock or so, or maybe after lunch. Cause also on top of doing all those, the school right down the street, they're giving out free lunches for the children. So I drive down there with my mask on and I get the free lunch and I bring it back, feed them. And then, you know, depending if my son was, 
you know, a cooperative for the day, uh, I might have to teach him past lunch or if he's actually doing his work and will go on his talent and do what he's supposed to, then I'll go upstairs and I'll work on my commissions and stuff like that. Um, but there's, I mean, I'm not joking, Keith. There's like days my wife is like breaking down and crying because she's trying to teach three children, you know, and one of them's autistic. My daughter is on the spectrum some little bit. So she's, you know, she's three. So it's kind of hard to keep right, her on task. Kids are anyways. Young too. Yeah. You know, the nine-year-old and the five-year-old are freaking impossible. You know what I mean? It's so hard. And she's having a nervous breakdown every damn day. And I, uh, and then they just, they just announced, I think it was yesterday, Cuomo said, that the schools are going to be closed for the rest of the school the year. The rest of the year, yeah. And like, I could, I looked right at her and I could see her heartbreak. She's like, I need these kids to go back to school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really horrible. Like I said, I, I didn't really realize that's what the situation was. I didn't realize yeah. how much, how much of it was being um, like unloaded onto the parents. It's, it's, it's 90% the parents and then, you know, 10%. And they, the funny thing is, is they like last week they were, they released the, uh, uh, the grades, like the, 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 what do they call them? Uh, it's, it's grades, report but you know, the report cards. And I'm like, how are you going to judge? You know, like, cause for, for this last semester, they weren't really in school. So, you know, I'm just, and like now they're talking about, there was a few, my daughter's teacher on the zoom meeting yesterday was literally saying, uh, optimistically, they're hoping that the earliest they can get back to school is, is September. September earliest. Well, <laughs> oh. oh, that would be the early. I mean, if, if it's canceled for the rest of this year, September yeah. is when it starts normally, right? I mean, then we yeah. go to school in the summer, do not it? Yeah. I think we'll be lucky if everything is back to normal by September, to be 100% honest. I don't, yeah, the way, I mean, it. you saw like in March when like every tattoo convention was getting canceled every day you know what i mean and now i'm looking and it seems like everything is getting canceled for july august and september now it seems like you know yeah i always look forward to going to conventions i was especially there was a couple new ones this year there was um uh flower city in buffalo and uh and uh river river rock yeah i hope flower city is still happening but that's october who knows you know who knows that's far away but i mean I, i gotta be honest i don't know even if they lift restrictions, even if they let that happen, I don't know how comfortable I'd, I'd want to be, you know, jam packed and yeah. full of people all day. I know. Like I, like I just told you a little while ago, I, I went to the barbecue to get some food and, you know, I was getting all nervous because there was, you know, 30 people in a line. We're all six feet apart, but it's still nervous as fuck. You know, you know, I, I have severe asthma, so, you know, I'm the one that's compromised the most. If I get this, I'm, you know, it's all these young, arrogant kids that are walking around with no mask on saying, well, if I get it, it doesn't matter. Well, you know, I'm not a young buck, but I'm not an old fogey too. You know, if I get it, I could die, you know? Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm in the same boat, man. I mean, I, I have heart issues and yeah, I'm in, I'm in a high risk pool also with you. And that's, that's really, it's like nerve wracking to, to, to go out and to think, you know, even if, even if I wear a mask, I could still, I could still get it maybe. And even if I, you know, don't, don't touch too many things and don't. The good part is, is as being a tattoo artist and is we're trained in cross-contamination. So like, we're the ones that know how to not touch things like we're, you know what I mean? Cause that's our job, you know? So. Well, yeah, you guys, you guys definitely have a step up on that. Which, which gets, you know, which comes to that point is, you know, we're still, we're still closed. We're still not open. We're not essential 
Um, but like, I feel we're trained more in cross-contamination and uh, protocols than a lot of these places that are essential that are open. So like, and it's a one-on-one thing too, you know? Yeah. Well, no, I think, I think you're totally right about that. I mean, you're sitting there and you got one person in a chair, one person on a table or whatever, you know, whatever your situation at that moment is. And you guys are used to wearing gloves all the time. And, and I I know a lot of tattooers wore masks before, and I'm sure even more are going to wear them now. I oh, sure yeah. everyone's gonna wear them now. I mean, I got a, I got my cool, my cool Ninja Turtle one that's custom. I, no, cu, cu, oh, you can't see it because there's green in there. Yeah, my the green screen is messing up, but it's got Ninja Turtles, and I'm gonna wear that thing. It's it's awesome. But I mean, because of all this, like all the tattoo shops are now having a protocol put in place for COVID and stuff like that. I think it's a good thing. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, I think we should be open. I think you know. We're more, like I said, more trained in cross-contamination and procedures than these essential places. I mean, you know, if my dad works at a factory and when people come in at the beginning of their shift, they check their temperature and they check some signs. And if they look like they're getting sick or they are sick, they go home. Same thing. And especially in my studio, it's a private studio, as you know. So like if you're coming in for an appointment, I mean, I can get one of those. um, I have a touch thermometer where you just touch your forehead. If it looks like you're, you got a fever and I can kind of assess, I'm not a doctor, but I can assess if you look like you're sick or not. You know what I mean? I mean, how many times over the years, I've been doing it almost 15 years. Um, someone comes in and I can tell that they're sick and I'll be like, are you sure you're up for this today? You know what I mean? But I know that they're sick, you know? Um, same thing. You just use common sense, you know? I got something to say in the neck. I have a two part question for you. Yeah. Yeah. One is that. I know that they're talking about this and they're talking about taking time, not just tattooers, but I mean, in businesses all over, talk about taking people's temperatures before they come in. But that's not always because, because some people are asymptomatic and not everyone, exactly, who, yep. not everyone who has it, even if they're not asymptomatic, even if they have symptoms, fever is not always one of them. So it's, yeah, that's true. I mean, it doesn't hurt to check it, but it's certainly yeah. not a, it's not a telltale thing. But so here's, here's my, my two part question with all these things to take into consideration. Do you think that, when regulations are lifted here in New York state that you guys are going to open up the shop right away, or do you kind of think you're going to wait and see how things play out with, with everything before you open up? Yeah. That's like, um, what's happening down in Georgia right now. You know, um, a lot of the shops like Russ Abbott shop and a bunch of other shops down there that are really professional and, you know, are really paying attention to the numbers and everybody's safety. Like they're not, they're not open right now. They're going to wait it out a little while longer, you know, just because they, the second they raise that, you're ready to open, I'm not going to open. I'm going to wait and see, you know, how the, how the situation, how the, you know, because like I was telling your wife, uh, you know, there could be a second wave. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm sure there will be. But yeah. um, so if, what you just said kind of rolls into the second part of my question. You're saying about shops that are really professional. And I know, I mean, you guys have a nice shop you and you and Josh Payne where you are and, and you're, and you're, you know, you're professional, you're, you're clean yeah, yeah. and you, and you all this. Kind We're of a private studio, but we are a professional private studio. Right. <laughs> but I mean, there's certainly, uh, you know, studios around that are not, that are not like that. Oh, I mean, I, I can tell you how many Keith, how many, how many posts have you seen from people saying, I forgot to post this. And it's a brand new tattoo. You know that that motherfucker did that tattoo last night. Yeah, and they're just, sure. You know what I mean? And I and I think that's a disservice. I think that's putting people's lives at risk, you know? I mean, I want to get back to tattooing as much as the next person. Uh, but I also don't want to contaminate myself, you know, being around maybe someone that has it and is asymptomatic. 
and bring that home to my family and, and risk them getting sick. You know what I mean? I think it's a lot of selfish people that, you know, are just thinking about themselves. And uh, I mean, would I like to be at work making money, but at, but now I'm at home, I, I'm not making any money. I'm waiting for my unemployment to come through, which is a whole nother story. <laughs> and, uh, but, but at least we're safe, we're healthy. Um, and I want my clients to be safe and healthy too. You know, I don't, I, you know, I just, it's not worth the risk, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it's tough with this cause they don't know. There's, there's so much that's unknown about it cause it's still so new. Yeah. They don't even, I they mean, don't even know. You know, have they even said, like, if you get it, can you get it again? Can you get it twice? No, I saw on TV a couple of days ago, they said they're not going to know for sure if you're immune after you get it till at least September. For all I know, man, remember when I tattooed Jamie and uh, the day after I tattooed her when I was in New York City, I got what I was told was the flu. But, man, it was the worst flu I've ever had in my life. And it could have been, the, it could have been the coronavirus, you know? I mean, Oh, just this last time. Yeah. Last, it was it January. Yeah. January. Uh, the day after I tattooed her, I tattooed my friend Babier and I got, Oh yeah. So, that's right. I remember you. Were yeah, sick. I, I, I was stuck in fetal position at, at pond studio for four days. I couldn't even leave. I couldn't get up to drive. I, it was the worst. And I, we went to an emergency, uh, urgent care and they said that I had the flu a or whichever one it was, but they weren't testing for Corona right, back that, then. In early January, coronavirus was unknown still pretty much to us. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm telling you, I've gotten the flu in years past and I've never had a flu this bad. So for all I know, I could have had it back in January. And yeah. that's that. My roommate used the same words because he was really sick in January. And at that time he thought he had the flu. And he said, you know, I've and mine was very respiratory too. Like I, I've, when I get the flu, I, I don't ever have respiratory problems. And this time I was wheezing. I couldn't breathe. They had to put me on prednisone and use nebulizers and stuff. It's crazy. And, uh, you know, usually with the flu, it's like, it takes a couple of days to really kick in and they stay with the Corona. It's like, it's like real freaking fast. And I was tattooing Babier and, uh, I felt fine. And then literally it, eight hours later, you know, like I just felt like garbage. And by, by uh, same thing by midnight, I could not move. I was in fetal position, fevers breaking left and right. It was horrible. If that's what, if that's what it feels like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's probably, I mean, if you didn't have it, I'm sure it feels like that. I mean, yeah. when they get around to determining if, if having mm -hmm. it once will gives you immunity, then if for those of us who, who may have had it already that'll kind of be like a blessing you know we'll know that it's not coming again but yeah. it doesn't you know yeah but then they, i think they said it takes like a year to do um, to make a vaccine i think they say roughly norm normally it takes a year so i'm guessing they're gonna expedite that yeah, that's true it takes normally like 12 to 18 months uh for the vaccine so they can use it but i saw in the news last night where they're saying they're using existing uh vaccines vaccines that are already on the market for other viral kind of infections and they're using those and they're trying to tweak them to work yeah. for this one so they're hoping that because it's already existing and already approved that they'll be able to bring them uh to market yeah. a lot faster and hopefully so then you can just put your tinfoil hat on and go wait a minute this sounds fishy <laughs> they already had a vaccine available no i mean <laughs> uh, believe me I'm, I'm sure that'll come up with a lot of people yeah i'm sure if they're done telling us to liberate michigan um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You know, on that note, 
Um, on that note, let's 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 call it a, let's call it an interview. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, man. I mean, I'm <laughs> glad I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad your family's healthy. Hopefully, you and the rest of the tattooing world can get back to some amount of normalcy. Yeah. For sure. I mean, me and Josh are really excited to get back to work with our amazing clients. I want to thank everybody that um, I did a gift certificate sale to really help boost some sales and get some money in my bank account while I'm not working. So I want to thank everybody that purchased them. I think you might have or some other people. Um, just just say yes. if you. I don't, I don't even know, but just say yes. <laughs> but uh, thank you to everybody. It, I'm, not, I'm not working either. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, but uh, to anybody that's listening, you know, stay home, wear a mask. If you have to go out, uh, just wait it out. You know, the second your state opens up, don't run out and open your shop and just try to wait, wait a few, like a week and see, see what the numbers are and then kind of go from there. Uh, the main thing is it's always about your client safety and then your safety too. So. Absolutely, man. Siege words. Smart yep. words. Exactly. Thank you, Keith, so much. It was a pleasure. All right. So thanks again, Tom, for doing this interview. And I'll let you go now to get back to your playhouse to, <laughs> for the end of the interview. At the end of the interview. Ah! End! <laughs> Bye, buddy. <laughs> Bye.